Welcome back to the Castaway Consultants Podcast, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game while criticizing Heather. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Josh Wessler, and I am joined today by some some very fine people, I guess. Uh, I have with me Ryan Stacey and Derek Kubacek. Fellas, how you doing? Uh, I'm much better. I was gone last week. Uh, I'm Ryan Stacey, by the way, your resident Survivor Superfan. I know everything there is to know about Survivor, but not how to stay healthy, apparently. And nothing about burn books. Uh, nothing about burn books. Yeah, I was gone last week. I'm feeling marginally better, so I'm back. Marginally, that's good. And I'm Derek, and we're all three here tonight. And very likely the last time this season that all three of us will be here. Because I have other obligations that will most likely need attending to. So Kubitschek Jr. is on the horizon, folks. Baby K, baby K. My wife is scheduled for a C-section on the 14th, and then she wants me to be there for support and bonding time with baby, and we'll be in the hospital for a couple days. I did. I begged and pleaded to try and get out of it, uh, but one big thing is with visiting hours and COVID at the hospital, if I were to actually leave, I'm not allowed to go back in. Oh. Uh, so... <laughs> With that being said, I mean, that kind of made the decision for me at that point. So are you saying you care m- more about your wife wanting you to be there for the birth of your child than Survivor 41? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I, I He's mean, saying his wife gave him an ultimatum. Uh, <laughs> in in all seriousness, I mean, yeah, you know, sort out your priorities. I have mine, mine straight, and it's, it's unfortunate timing because this has been a fun cast, and I want to be there to talk about it. Slim chance I will be, but likely I will not be. So you guys will have to carry the load. But we will be watching in the, in the hospital, so I can at least message you my thoughts, my feelings, and when I nail my order down to the person, I will have all the bragging rights, and you'll have to exalt me all, give me all the exaltation on an adulation on the podcast. We won't. No, Absolutely zero chance. Not. Zero we'll, chance. We'll There's nothing it. you can do about it. Uh, but that's the only bit of housekeeping that I wanted to kind of kick off this episode with. So everyone, it's been a fantastic season working with you guys and uh, the listeners out there. Thank you for listening, and I have been. Uh, congratulated a couple times by people just messaging in congratulating me on the baby to come so thank you guys i appreciate all of it so don't congratulate him all right you don't reward his bad behavior (laughs) (laughs) he's missing the podcast this is unprofessional do not congratulate him i know but seriously thanks uh derek for for continuing everything you do with the castaway consultants and i enjoy your paternity leave absolutely unpaid paternity unpaid paternity leave you get one week (laughs) (laughs) 24 hours (laughs) Use them wisely. Anyways, uh, other than uh, Derek's life achievements, I guess, I like this episode. <laughs> this was a solid episode. Complete segue into that, I guess. The segues are weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to describe this episode as baseline survivor. This is absolute baseline survivor. Like, if you are going to write a script for a survivor episode that was just like, here's your average survivor episode, what it should be, what, what it should be. This is it. And this is a great episode. That tells you that, on average, Survivor's great. There's hardly any twist this episode. There's, like, a little discussion about an idol. Nothing else. It was great. It was very straightforward. Here's choice A or here's choice B. One of these two things is going to happen. And we have characters dealing with problems. What else is there to, to want? This was great. And this is this is average baseline Survivor. So this week, Malcolm Freeberg, he, he penned an article. I believe it was an Inside Survivor. And he was just giving his feelings on season 41 so far 
and he had the same criticisms that we've all had. There's too much production interference and trying to manufacture drama and manufacture twists and manufacture monkey pot everythings. That's not what made Survivor interesting. I really encourage people to go read it. I did see some people trying to criticize that article a little bit, and while I acknowledge some of those criticisms as valid and maybe sometimes maybe sometimes Malcolm overgeneralized things, but I also think they took things out of context as well. Uh, but this is baseline Survivor, and this is why people love it, because it is rooted in that emotional connection and understanding why these people make the decisions that they make. We get a great moment at Tribal Council this week explaining this is why Liana had to go and not Ricard last week. We all still think that the wrong person went home last week, but it's still interesting to understand why they felt differently. Because it's almost like people have different thoughts and uh, arrive at different conclusions. So, really fun. You know, as we, we always... I think especially me, where I almost treat Survivor as completely objective. And when I, when I talk about it, and like, this is the right move. <laughs> There's no way but my way or the highway. And I mean that most of the time, but, you know, there, there is some subjectivity in Survivor. The players obviously know more than we do. So it's nice to see people defending their games, even if I disagree with the decisions. And we got a lot of that in this episode, which is really great. But that said, I'm always right. Yeah, I like that. Because we don't really see that that much, of people defending it, at least live. You, you see it in, like, reunion shows or in interviews afterwards, like, all that stuff, whatever. But... As follow-up, the very next episode, you don't really see that that often. And I, I, I did, I did enjoy too. it. You know, Deshaun emotionally defending himself. Yeah. And then we get this week with Eric. It's great. Yeah. And I, I think one of the things is that this is, like you said, this is like baseline Survivor, just like a completely average episode. I, th- I think if we would have too many of these, like if every episode was this way, that's when Survivor gets boring. It's just because it's the same thing every single week. And it's just like, okay, two options. People can do this. So I, I get why like you would toss in like advantages and all these twists and everything to, to keep it spicy. Sure. But it is still nice to have these types of episodes. I want the majority of the episodes to be like this. You can have your gangbusters crazy episodes, like the JD boot or the Sham boot, you know, stuff like that as well. But... And then you can you can throw in the occasional advantage, you know, to spice things up. But this is what I want most of my Survivor episodes to be, was this. Anything else before we jump into the episode? I got nothing. Nah, I'm good. All right, spoiler alert for the episode. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. Okay? Get out of here. Bye. All right. Let's jump into episode 12, Truth Kamikaze. So after Tribal Council last week, Deshaun is obviously very emotional with the Liana boot. And it didn't go his way because he and Danny went after Ricard. So he's very emotional, but like not in a bad way. Just because that was such a, an emotional, cathartic episode. That Tribal Council with what uh, everyone was talking about with the uh, race and everything. So, you know, it's not like he was mad at people. He was just like, you know, that was heavy. Not mad at anybody. And, you know, over the course of the episode, he's going to have like bro talks with pretty much everybody. Uh, on this cast about it. And you know what? It was really nice. It was really, really nice because he does it with like Erica and Heather and Xander and Danny. It's great. It's great. And even though it's something that can exist outside of the game because it's this big moment, you can still use that to strengthen your bonds in the game. It's going to work. I mean, it might be for an aggregation of reasons, but this has to do something. Having these real vulnerable talks, it makes people trust you. Sure. But after that, everyone starts talking about the plan. Yeah, it's time to go to Ricard. Because Ricard, Ricard is going to win if he gets to the end at this point. Uh, he is number one in the pecking order. And I can see it now. You know, I had some criticism of Ricard's social game in the pre-merge, but all those people are out of the game now. It's, yeah. it's what we've been preaching on this podcast for as many seasons as we've, we've covered. You know, pre-merge, they're not on the jury. You need to cater to them. And we did criticize Ricard for kind of... 
uh, blowing up at Tribal a little bit when Genie got voted out. Like, who who are you pitching to, yep. Ricard? There's going to be one other person from <laughs> Ua in the post-merge. But he hasn't done that at all in the post-merge. He's been very strategic. Very good. So everyone is on board getting rid of Ricard next because you got it. Reward challenge. This is really funny. Jeff tells him you're going to have a choice between chicken and veggies or like dessert cake and candy and stuff like that. Worth playing for? And everybody's like, yeah, except Deshaun. I was like, I thought we'd get, like, I don't know, letters from home or something like that. So if I ever play Survivor with any of our listeners out there, take the sweets, take the cake, take the candy, so that I can pick the chicken and veggies, or you'll get a stomach ache and you'll lose to me in the immunity challenge. The right move is to take the chicken and veggies, say, like, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm starting my game now. Take the sweets, guys. Uh, Definitely the right move. The long play. This might be the first time a person says it's not really worth playing for since season one, and that didn't even make it on air, that <laughs> season one story. It's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> anyway, Deshaun, Erica, and, Exa- uh, and Xander win. They pick the chicken and veggies, yeah, obviously. D- D- Deshaun still ended up playing. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he's going to pass up on chicken and veggies. It was, and it wasn't just one beer. I mean, this was a, a substantial reward, but Deshaun was thinking that it was going to be some, some sort of loved one's yeah. reward, which... I don't think we're going to get. I don't think we'll get it this season. It's kind of um, surprising. Yeah, you'd think letters from home, maybe. But you may be like, ah, it's a short season. They don't need it. And this is also something Fair. that might happen at the beginning of the finale as well. They're going to get to the new island. Maybe there'll be mail for all of them. Sure. You know, we'll see. We, we've done that before where it happens in the finale. That could happen. Um, Seems really late. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be like a little bit earlier. Like, this would have been a good time to do it, I think. Yeah. But uh, whatever. And one one thing we need to remember is that they're only out there 26 days. Typically, loved one stuff rolls around like day 30, 31. So they're probably just waiting as long as they can to try and like maximize the utility. <laughs> and the letters from home never really did too much for me. I like the loved one's visit. I, 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 always, I know a lot of people don't like that. I like it. The letters from home, eh. It doesn't add anything to the game. Yeah. I, I mean, like, there's the emotional aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and everything, which is it's great, but at least having people come into the game and be a part of challenges and maybe interact with each other, that's all. That's always cool to see. Yeah. And then whenever somebody will foolishly win that reward challenge and <laughs> piss everybody off, it's great. Don't win it. Uh, if it, if this is the first time you're listening to us, do not uh, win the loved ones challenge. A nice little tip if you're too uh, if you're not feeling like going and listening to all of our rewinds. You know, I, I've told my dad this because he'd probably be my, my loved one because he loves Survivor almost as much as I do. Yeah, I would probably bring him out, and I, I, I've told him, like, if that happens, Dad, we're throwing the challenge. Just know that ahead of time. You know, maybe we'll get picked to go on the reward, but we're not winning it. <laughs> so anyway, Deshaun, Eric, and Xander, they make a Final 3 deal. Don't know if they'll stick to that, but, you know, if someone offers a Final 3 deal, you say yes. This is good on everybody. Everybody. You know, at least say the words. Yes. Just it, nod and wave. <laughs> Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Kowalski. <laughs> so Danny ends up going looking for the idol, and we're going to find out what later in the episode. He didn't find anything. But he came back into camp, like, smiling and humming. So Heather and Ricard are like, oh, he's got the idol. I guess it works. Uh, apparently he was really close to finding it, but... Yeah, he walked right next to it. Just uh, just didn't look in the right spots. Causing some paranoia. That's always fun. Ricard's very suspicious, rightfully so. Erica and Deshaun have a conversation, and Deshaun is, like, trying to goad Erica into saying... It might be a bad idea for her to take Heather to the end because uh, Eric and Heather can be seen as playing a similar game, so they get to the end, and, you know, how do you differentiate between the two? So Erica says the words out loud, maybe I shouldn't take Heather to the end. Maybe it would be a bad idea. Erica, no, it's a great idea to take Heather to the end. <laughs> In fact, it might be your only play, one could say. Oops. <laughs> and, I mean, like, this hardly matters because you can still just lie about it if she doesn't actually say it. 
But if she does technically say it, like, maybe you can trip her up and get her caught in her own words. And then she'll be like, okay, well, yeah, I did say that. This is the straight up the Tony Vlachos rule book. <laughs> he did this to uh, LJ back in Kageyan. And it's like, hey, you said it. And LJ is like, gaslight just the ever-living crap out of him. It's not even gaslight because he said it. LJ said the words. And Tony, you know, yeah, it was like... What is it uh, when you, you, you like, go with somebody and you're committing a crime? Uh, entrapment? Yeah, it's kind of like entrapment, especially with Tony. Um, <laughs> this is basically entrapment, but, you know, he said the words. You point it back, like, this is what you said. You can't be mad about that. Erica, you're a little too trusting of Deshaun. And what makes it unique is that I think Heather is a very emotional player. So hearing this might actually sway someone like Heather. But any real player of the game, like, Deshaun could say, oh, you said you wanted not to take Heather to the end. And Erica could be like, no, you wanted to have a conversation about Heather with me at the water well. We had a conversation. I'm sorry. I thought this was Survivor. Yeah, I I want to in no way fault Erica here just because how many times have we said have all these conversations and talk toss this stuff out there even if it's not true even if you have no intention of doing it who cares it's, it's all about the conversation that you're having with that individual person right now now when it gets brought up later she could have defended herself a little bit better yeah and maybe she did you and know she did. They, they they could have cut tribal council sure. however they wanted uh, but from what we saw she could have done a little bit better yes. or the edit could have shown us something a little more who yeah. knows and if if like next in at the final five if, if heather is gonna blindside erica because of this well, it would behoove them not to show Erica defending herself that well. So, you right. know, definitely possible. You know, again, we see one less than 1% of 1% of what happens on the show. We get it, yada, yada, yada. Don't tweet that at us. Um, <laughs> Ricard's going home. Oh, no, he won immunity. <laughs> and he wins immunity. And I liked that uh, the puzzle, there was like a, a U that you could accidentally put in upside down. That was 100% <laughs> a reference to Ben in Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. And, and basically everyone did it too at, at one point in their puzzle. And it never mattered. It was never like someone finished it with the upside U, upside down U still intact. And you know Survivor wanted that yeah. so badly. They wanted that to matter so much. Well, and Ricard, Ricard got like... I don't know, 75% of the way done with his puzzle and had to deconstruct it because he noticed it. So, yeah. I mean, good on him for paying attention. So, Ricard wins. He's safe. Um, guys, I'm starting to root for Ricard. I, I, I really disliked Ricard for the first couple of episodes yeah. of the season. But really, since then... He's really grown I've on enjoyed me a, him. a lot. I've really enjoyed him. And to this point, I think he's the best player of the season and I love good gameplay. So I like seeing someone play the game. Well, Ricard is playing extremely well. So I, 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 you know, I, I can admit when I, my perspective changes and I'm starting to root for Ricard. I, I still think Xander's probably my favorite person of the season. I think he's just hilarious, but I'm rooting for Ricard. You know, I would not be, there's, you know, if he, if Ricard won, I'd be perfectly happy at this point. Yep. I'll agree with that. And I think we all had our, criticisms of the way that he went about his uh, UWA pre-merge game theory in practice. Granted, he did find his, I mean, I don't want to call it a rock, but we'll call it limestone. Shan was Ricard's limestone throughout the pre-merge, and they're like, you know, we can depend on each other until we can't. He was able to cut her out of the picture, basically first opportunity that he had without serious repercussion, and then he's he's been able to make it through another vote since then. So 
Ricard has done everything in, in a manner that has put him in a great position to win. So one thing that I want to do is I want to go back and listen to our old episodes, and I want to see exactly where <laughs> our narratives on Ricard start to shift. I think that'd be so fascinating. And, and it'll lend great rewatchability to the season. Sure. Probably right before the merge. <laughs> Probably. So Ricard, he um, he asks Danny, like, hey, you got an idol, bro? And then uh, searches his bag. Just to, you know, might as well see, try and get a read on Danny. Uh, I don't think it works. Danny's very cagey about it. Um, but a, a, what it ends up being is it's going to be Deshaun or Danny. Like, Deshaun and Danny are like, yeah, we got to vote for each other. Nothing else is going to happen. Yeah. Because the other option I, I thought of, and what should have happened. Here's here's what should have happened had Ricard not won. Maybe split the vote between, like, Xander and Ricard and try and get the idol out. And you take out either Xander or Ricard. You can't do that now because who are you going to split the vote on Xander with? It's yeah. not going to work. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Unless you have like a sub alliance that does the split secretly and everyone else thinks that you're going for Xander and who knows. I just don't think it could happen. No, it'd be, that'd be so hard to piece together. So it's got to be Deshaun. So you're right now, like if you didn't, if you didn't get Xander out, what, like, an episode or two ago, you're basically just saying, like, all right, Xander, see you in Final Four. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was honestly wondering why Ricard didn't go and team up with Deshaun and Danny to put three votes on Xander and at least try and force a tie to keep one of them in. Because playing from the top, you really should be trying to make alliances with people on the bottom. But maybe Deshaun and Danny have expressed too much interest in getting rid of Ricard, where Ricard knows, you know, even if I work with you today, I know you're coming for me tomorrow, yeah. so we might as well weaken you now. I mean, yeah, but Xander's kind of the same way, so I guess from from Ricard's perspective, it all comes down to who he sees as his next biggest threats. And if he sees Xander on the same level as Deshaun and Danny, or at least close, then it probably doesn't matter for him. Mm-hmm. But we also know Ricard... He wants to put Deshaun and Danny on the jury because he knows that they think very highly of him. Yep. So all of their uh, adulation that they're giving him might actually be swaying <laughs> Ricard to be like, ooh, that's jury management. <laughs> what Ricard is going for him is, you know, when you betray someone who's on your original tribe, they'll be salty at you possibly on the jury and not vote for you. Ricard has one person that, that could be the case with Shan, and Shan has declared she's voting for him. So Ricard is a great spot. Yeah, because nobody can be mad at him besides Shane, and she's not. So, so basically, it's a big debate: who is the bigger threat? Who can beat Ricard in like an immunity challenge to Sean or Danny? A lot of discussion. Everybody's got a different perspective. And prior to this episode, I had them kind of on equal footing. We got more of an edit from Deshaun, so it kind of led us in that direction. But it is canon that in this episode, we got a confessional from Erica that people definitely have taken a bigger liking to Deshaun's game. Yep. So that is that is canon now. Whereas before you can kind of look at them in lockstep you know they both tried to work with xander they're both on original luvu they did uh, the sweat challenge together you know they've been they've been a duo but obviously deshaun has more favor with the remaining players the one thing that might throw that up now is what deshaun does at tribal council with his uh right truth bomb that he drops that might have rubbed some people the wrong way possibly so maybe it's changed now um we'll get to that in a second before we go to tribal council danny tells deshaun that he was an nfl player Bro, you tell them that after the game. Yeah, that's a that's a fun little tidbit to be like, hey, welcome to Ponderosa, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Danny should not have told Deshaun that because, you know, if something magically changes and you get Heather out instead of Deshaun or Danny, Deshaun and Danny, final three, Deshaun's like, hey, by the way, Danny was an NFL player and probably a multimillionaire. Don't give him a million dollars. <laughs> Just don't, why, why do that, Danny? Yeah, and we don't even know. Deshaun might have told that to other people before they went to tribal. We, have no, we have no idea. 
So Tribal Council, uh, Deshaun is going to throw a truth bomb out and he's going to blow up Erica's spot saying, Erica said she didn't want to take Heather to the end. That's not great, right, guys? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and Erica kind of doesn't deny it. And she's like, yeah, I'm sure Heather's thought about not going to the end with me. I mean, you're probably right, but like... <laughs> Maybe, like... <laughs> you could have just been... put. A, I feel like Erica should have been like, Deshaun is just being Deshaun and, you know, he's... He tried to get me to say stuff. You know, he, he, she should have attacked Deshaun a little bit more, I feel like. Then. Yeah, like, Deshaun's a smart player. He knows that he's in a precarious spot right now. So it just so happens that a conversation that we had alone at a water well with no outside verification, Heather, I have voted with you every single time this season. I, I hope that we can trust each other. Yeah. So I, I didn't love Erica's defense, but again, we might not have seen everything. Correct. And I mean, at the same time, what's the best thing that can happen here for Deshaun? That that that's the main thing that I didn't like, and and they brought it up right after this. That why was that necessary? How does that keep you around versus Danny? And do you think that's going to change people's votes? Like, there's not really any good reason to do this now. If you are going to do it, like I'm, I'm fine with him doing something along like these lines but do it back at camp do it before you get to tribal or if you miraculously make it out of this alive do it when you get back so the only thing and they and this this was not even set up like this but if you're going for a hail mary to try and get heather to turn on erica danny and deshaun should have been saying okay they're gonna force a tie on us then let's both put our votes on Erica and try and sway one person to vote with us. They end up voting for each other, so it doesn't matter. Obviously, you know, they decided, okay, we're going to go the safe route, and if, you know, maybe they told each other, oh, yeah, we're totally going to vote for Erica in hopes that one of them did it. You know, we're getting really deep on this, but you need to go in with a plan. We're both going to vote for Erica. We're going to get Heather to turn on Erica, and then at least they'd have to concentrate all four votes on us, or Xander would have to guess with his idol in order to send one of us home. They don't do that, so... Nothing good can come of it based on the way their plans were structured. Deshaun should have done this back at camp before Tribal Council, not made a live tribal situation. Because live tribals aren't as effective as the show wants you to believe they are. They work, but not they're not as reliable as doing something back at camp. So I don't love this for Deshaun. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Heather already made it a live tribal once. Maybe yeah. she'd be impacted by it. Maybe, maybe if you just got up and walked over to her and been like, Hey, you want to vote with us to get Eric out? <laughs> Who knows? Heather might have done it. Yeah, I don't love the the truth bomb. Those work better if you are a, a last stand, if you were the one person, everyone, like Ben Dreebergen, if everyone is coming for you and you have nothing to lose, sure, start throwing truth bombs out. But when there's a legitimate, like, I don't know, 50-50, all you're doing is possibly pulling more votes on yourself. That's not going to happen for Deshaun. He's going to get lucky. And, and maybe it's a thing where people are like, oh, maybe he has pissed a few people off. Danny is more, more liked. We'll keep Deshaun. It could have been something like that. I'm going to trust the uh, the people in the game on this one just because it's so close. I don't know for sure. Yeah. But I don't like the truth bomb for yeah. Deshaun. Nobody likes a snitch because who's going to want to tell Deshaun anything truthful nope. from now to the end of the game? Three votes for Danny. Three votes to Deshaun on the revote. It's all four votes on Danny. Danny goes out of the game. First time he got votes all season. Impressive. It is wow. impressive. And then they're all going to get sent to a new island to start over, and it looks like it's the edge of Extinction Island. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Hey, it, an interesting twist. Is it, though? <laughs> if they're going to do a twist, this is one I don't mind, because it doesn't have any more dramatic effect on the game, as far as we can tell. Uh, hey, make him miserable for the last three days or whatever it is. So was Danny going out the right move? Josh, go ahead. I mean, I think it's... 
I think it's a toss-up, mostly just because of who we might be talking about. For people like Ricard and Xander, it doesn't really matter, I don't think, for them. Personally, I think that Deshaun is still a little bit more of a threat than Danny. It seemed that that seemed to tighten a little bit this episode, uh, just from my perspective. I thought there was a pretty big gap up until this point, but that really slimmed down a lot this episode. So I'm going to say no, they probably should have taken out Deshaun, uh, especially when you're looking at like Erica and Heather. I think that they would at least have maybe a shot at, at beating a Danny. Now I have a hard time seeing how they beat anyone who's remaining. So going into the episode, I you know I would have said completely no, this is wrong. It should have been Deshaun. Like that tightened a lot to the point where I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. <laughs> the thing that really throw, gives it oh, some weight is the jury reactions. They all seem super bummed that Danny got voted out. So that's like, oh, maybe, maybe Danny, Danny would have gotten voted. Maybe Danny would beat Deshaun. So what I'm gonna go with is ultimately I'm gonna trust the players and say yes. I'm not confident in this. It's more a maybe than anything else. But if I have to pick a yes or a no, I'm going to say yes just because I'll trust the players. That's because it's so close. And I will also say the truth bomb at Tribal, if nothing else, that'll knock Deshaun down a couple pegs, at least with remaining people. So it adds more assurance to who you're already working with. I felt validated because going into the episode, I had felt that Danny had had the better social game and he would be a bigger threat in a final three than Deshaun, even if Deshaun was more heavily edited, more, you know, more visible, more strategic, or at least shown as kind of the brains behind the action. So I felt validated. I'm going to side with them as well, which I believe, if I remember right, that goes against what we got on Twitter. Because, I mean, what did Twitter think? Yeah, Twitter was pretty heavily on the no side of it. Mm-hmm. Twitter loves Danny. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't love Danny? We, we all love Danny. Yeah, so we uh, we asked Twitter if the right person went home, like we do every single week, and it ended up being 79% okay. uh, who would uh, favor the no side of that. I, I can't fight it. Like, it, I you know, normally I'm like, Twitter, you're wrong. Twitter, you're right. This time I'm like, he yeah. could very well be right. I, it's so close on this yeah. one. Uh, game of inches, you know, speaking of football. <laughs> go go cowboys except don't go cowboys <laughs> do not go cowboys no 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 one here likes the cowboys america's <laughs> team my ass all right let's get into best and worst player of the episode for best player of the episode i had ricard i really like obviously he won immunity and i you know ultimately i think he did make a good move with uh danny and, and deshaun you know i'll trust him i'll trust uh the players but i also really liked him trying to sniff out if danny had an idol or not and out searching his bag. So that's always that always uh, wins some points for me. So Ricard is my best player of the episode. Yep, my big differentiator was everyone else at Tribal Council singing Ricard's praises. So he was already target number one, and now you've got all of the people remaining in the game singing your praises, basically solidifying in the minds of the jury. If Ricard makes it to the final Tribal Council, he has to win. We will all be disappointed if he doesn't. So... The fact that they basically crowned him, even though he was already on the top of this heap based on resume alone, um, I had to say, you know what? He saved himself. He's in final five. He could win out, potentially. It's got to be Ricard. Yeah, for everything that you guys said, I have, I have nothing more to add. I agree that it's Ricard. Uh, how about worst player? I had Deshaun. So he, he survived, but... I. I'm not just going to go along with the the truth bomb here, but I think that is the big differentiator because I think that everyone else, they, they went about it about as well as they could have by choosing between Deshaun and Danny. 
Deshaun with the Truth Bomb, Truth Kamikaze, I think people are not going to want to work with him. And if they do, it's because they think that he's goaded himself a little bit and he can be beaten at the end because he was throwing up last second Hail Marys, even though he put so much work in on the social game at the beginning. And it's so easy to break that. And I, and I feel like he may have done that a little bit tonight. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Deshaun. Uh, he actually had a pretty decent episode overall up until the last five <laughs> percent but ultimately there wasn't really anyone else who did anything poorly um i you can criticize maybe eric and heather just because maybe they had a better shot against danny than deshaun and they voted out danny but who really knows at this point so i am going to not give one out this week because i think everyone has a net positive player even deshaun because for most of the episode i really liked all the conversations he had with everyone he was really working hard he made a final three deal he was really schmoozing his way through and maybe that's what carried him through maybe it was just like all right well we got all these deals with deshaun you know maybe we'll keep it i I can't say for sure but maybe i like that he was willing to vote out danny uh you know sometimes those power couples aren't, you know, they're so close they won't vote each other out. I like Deshaun was willing to do that. Truth Bomb was not great, but uh, I think it was more a net positive than a net negative overall. So I'm not going to give out a worst player for the episode. One thing worth mentioning about Deshaun is that even though he, in my opinion, he's still the worst player, he is not public enemy number one. No. Nope. So if Ricard loses the next immunity challenge, Deshaun ha- is a fire-making tiebreaker into a final three. At the very, at, at worst. <laughs> at worst, because he could win the immunity. <laughs> exactly. So he's in a good spot to make it to the end. And, I mean, remember, you need to be able to make it to the end with a game that can win, but you need to be able to make it to the end. All right. So normally this is where we do who's going next. We're going to do it a little differently because it's Final Five. We're going to make our predictions who's going out at 5-4, and then who's going to win, get second, and, and third place at the very end. So we're That pre- way we can brag about it. calling our shots... Josh. Ah, oh, me first? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. uh, what is your order? <laughs> okay, so here's how it's going to go, guys. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll set the scene. We open with the title sequence. Of, okay, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> first vote, I think that... I, I don't know who wins immunity, but I don't think it's going to be Ricard. And I think Ricard goes next. If he doesn't, I think he wins the game. I'll, I'll, I'll just put that out there. But I'm going to go under the assumption that he does not win immunity and he goes home. Xander plays his idol because why wouldn't you? Uh, unless he wants a souvenir and is 100% sure that Ricard goes home. Whatever. So then we have one immunity left. One immunity challenge left. The The person who has been up there from what I've seen in the most amount of immunity challenges, whether or not they win, is Deshaun. And I think Deshaun's going to win the other immunity challenge. So he makes it to the final three. And he sends the two biggest competitors, Xander and Erica, to fire making. I thought you were saying Heather. Sure. <laughs> I know. You're, you're on the edge of your seats. So we got Xander and Erica in the fire making challenge. I think that this could be a toss up. I have no idea who might be good at fire, who might not. I, I don't really know, but I'm going to make a prediction that Xander beats Erica in final four fire making, which means that Heather gets third place because she's not going to get any votes. And then I think we're going to get a nice matchup between Deshaun and Xander in the end. I think they're both going to get votes, but I think it's going to go to Deshaun. And oh, Deshaun wins Deshaun the game. Deshaun wins the season. Okay. 
I'll go next. I think we're getting set up for Heather to turn on Erica after what Deshaun did with his truth bomb. So I think Erica is going to go out of the final five after Ricard wins immunity. Xander's got an idol, and I think they'll be able to convince somehow the, uh, uh, Heather to turn on Erica because she's been set up as sneaky this entire season. So final four. This is where I, oh God, I have so many questions. I think Ricard wins again. He's going to send Deshaun and Xander to fire making. And it all goes back to like the first episode. I can't remember exactly when it was. It might have been like a second episode. I think it was the first. I think it was the first. Deshaun said like, man, I suck at making fire. And I'm just like, ooh, does that mean? So that means Deshaun's going to be in the fire making challenge. But does he win or lose? That I don't know. I'm going to predict Deshaun defeats Xander in fire making. Ricard, Deshaun, and Heather are the final three. Heather gets third. Uh, Ricard and Deshaun showdown. People are pissed at Deshaun. Nobody's pissed at Ricard. Ricard is the winner of Survivor 41. I love that we are all three very, very different. So my beginning of my uh, my boot order starts exactly like Josh's. I do not think that Ricard is going to, to win this next immunity challenge, and I do think he is an easy vote out at five. And then we're going to have a classic tiebreaker. Uh, not classic, but we're going to have a fire-making challenge at four. I think that Xander is going to take that immunity challenge, and I think he is going to pit Erica up against Deshaun. I think it fits my narrative because, again, I published this in writing after, like, the first or second episode of Survivor saying Deshaun will lose final four fire-making. I think Erica will beat Deshaun in final four fire-making, sending them to a final three. Now, here's a twist, and I didn't pick this up until today. At the end of this episode, Jeff said we have two more tribal councils to get through. So if one of those is a final four fire making, and then we've got a tribal before that at five, I think there's going to be one more after that. I think we're no. going. I think we're going to a final two. No, that's you, not what that means. You are not allowed to rain on my parade. All right. <laughs> we will have one more tribal after that. We're going to a final two. Erica wins, sends Xander home, and Erica beats Heather in a final two. Nobody listened to Derek. Never listen to Derek. What okay, so okay, so that, that's your prediction. If there's a final two, what is it? If it's a final three, I mean, if it's a final three, then I'm predicting that Xander beats Erica and Heather in a final three. Okay, I I think that'll be. I think that's my final three, regardless. But I I think it's gonna be a final two. So hot take. Assuming that Ricard goes out at five, if Erica makes it into the final three, I think she beats everyone left. Interesting. I think she beats Xander. I think she beats Sean. I don't know what everybody's seeing in Erica that I'm not seeing. I really don't get it. Derek, when Jeff says there's two tribal councils left, like the final four fire making, that is considered a tribal council. Like we've had, like this has happened in the past. There's precedence. it's a tribal because the person picks someone to go with yeah. them. So hey, you're incorrect. Hey, that's you know we'll see what happens. I've also been saying, and we've we have championed on this podcast for a long time that. Having a final three with one of those bookends, you know, up against final tribal council being the final four fire making heavily favors a male victor. And you need to do something. If you're going to have final four fire making at four, you need to do something. We've said either roll back, you know, the, the expiration date on an idol, which it doesn't seem like they did, even though I was under the impression that Xander's idol expired tonight. Or you need to have another opportunity to take out somebody after that because otherwise you're heavily favoring males in this game. If they're going to make that change, now is the time to do it. I'm just going to try and call my shot. I know that it's bold, but I'm going to go ahead and ink it now. That is not something Survivor is going to change. Like all the changes that are going on, that's not something they want to change. We will find out. Yeah, you're very wrong. Who cannot win? There's two people in this cast who cannot win. So let's make this fun. You got to name two names. Who cannot win? I'll go first, I guess. Uh, Heather and Erica, I don't think either of them can win. I think Ricard, Deshaun, and Xander beat them, period. The two people, I, I think it's Heather, and then I think the other one's Deshaun. 
uh heather <laughs> is definitely one and i know that i just said a hot take uh that erica beats the other two remaining but i'm gonna follow it up and say erica <laughs> <laughs> what just because like that means that my other one that can't win is xander and i feel like he can win i know that just contradicted myself but whatever You're hedging a bet all right well we'll see how this goes are, are all of our secondary winner picks are still in we have Deshaun and we have Erica uh, still in the game. Who is Erica? I do. And you have Deshaun? Uh, yes, I have yeah, Deshaun. I have Deshaun as well. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. I'm excited to see how this thing plays out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CastawayPod. Uh, go ahead and give us any five-star reviews uh, and all that fun jazz. Anything else, guys? I got nothing. No, nothing. All right, this has been the Castaway Consultants. Got nothing else for you. Good night.